Hi, this is Jake, the host of the show. Just reminding you that if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash UAPod and join the Patreon. Or tell a friend. That always helps too. Thank you very much. And now enjoy today's episode with Lisa Gilroy. Boy, she's just one of the best ever, isn't she? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, comedian in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever asked me for it. Some people call it mansplaining, and they're right. Oh, boy, we're back. Season two, what a wonderful time to be here. Season two. This is going to be like 30 Rock season two, or... I don't know, Mad Men season two. Was that better in the second season? Either way, it's going to be great. And I am joined by a really incredible, wonderful guest, comedian, Lisa Gilroy. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Um, That was my Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. Oh, you know, like any good impression, once you tell me what it is, (laughs) I get it. Just pretend (laughs) that I have like just dunked my face in uh, cake icing. Oh, yeah. Hello. You got to admit, that was quick thinking on the part of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, it's so true. Otherwise, I would have seen her without her face on. Mm. You know, you'll notice uh, in that movie, there are actually a lot of near misses where Mrs. Doubtfire could have been caught. It's so true. And even just like coincidences, like how did that happen that you guys ended up at the same restaurant as the ex-wife and her new boyfriend? Stuff like that just blows my mind. Yeah, it's um, it's like... You know that if the situation were to play out in real life, it would play out exactly like that. Because I don't know if you know this, but essentially everyone besides Robin Williams in that movie, and I think maybe Pierce Brosnan, uh, did not know they were in a film. They no, just thought, I know. It's, it's a documentary. Basically. It's like a Sasha Baron Cohen style documentary. Right, right. Does yeah, it's kind of crazy because Robin Williams married that woman um, for the project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the it's the stuff that we don't like to admit about some of our favorite, um, you know, films, yeah, yeah, is that there are people who really bought into it because they really thought it was real. But yeah. you know, it's still uh, an incredible film and and had some really uh, important lessons that we take with us still to this day. Lisa, where can people find you and find all the cool things you do online and in the real At world? The Lisa Gilroy on all the platforms, including TikTok for the teens. <laughs> Uh, TikTok for the teens. I downloaded TikTok, but it's just TikTok for adults. Oh, is that what you got? <laughs> yeah, it's so Too boring. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of the teens. Nobody likes it. Uh, Lisa, today we are going to decide if someone is being an asshole and give some advice. Uh, this comes from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Our topic, Am I the Asshole for Not Telling My Neighbor I started a college fund for his kid. What the hell? I know. That's so creepy and weird already. This person belongs in prison. (laughs) That's so interesting that you say that because my thought when I hear this is, I hate when people have titles like this because... It's so clear that they don't think they're the asshole. There's no reality with a title like this where you think you're the asshole. It's... Yeah, uh, yeah. I you're swear, to, to, to make yourself feel better. And hear yeah. people in the comments go like, dude, you are such a good guy, my dude. And I know this is a man. How do I know this? I don't know. Just because of this? <laughs> Just because of how much they're proving they're not an asshole? I mean, it, I could be wrong, but I'm getting um, male vibes. What about you? Have you read this? Do you know? 
Um, I skimmed it, and I'm being honest, I think it actually is a woman. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I would be cheating I if I said... I down, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. Um, gender's a, a made-up uh, thing. I don't even consider it a construct anymore. It's even more made up than that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's hop into this. Full disclosure. I 100% do not think I'm an asshole for this. Well, you nailed that. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they are harping on it, and I'm just looking for an independent opinion. I, 36-year-old female, bought a rural property in 2016. The property has a very large yard and a long driveway. I also travel a fair bit for work. It's like just a little bit of bragging up top. Yeah, right. Am I an asshole? I have a nice house. Does that make me an asshole? My driveway is really big. <laughs> it's like long, but like yeah. it also kind of like does a circle around a fountain. I don't know. Am I an asshole? I got like three white pillars at the front. Um, <laughs> that actually is not enough pillars. Just three. Three? That's not enough in my One's opinion. One's right in the middle of the front door. <laughs> You're an asshole if you have that. Problem. Only three pillars. Come on. Five pillars or go home. Uh, all right. I was looking for a service to handle shoveling driveway, my driveway in the winter. Okay, this person's rich. And handle mowing my lawn in the spring, summer, and fall. Mostly because I'm gone a lot, but also because I don't want to deal with it. Okay. I was talking to my neighbor. We'll call them R who said his son, A, a 14-year-old male, was a hard worker and wanted to make some extra cash as he was saving for college. I'm sorry, can we pause already? I'm just so mad that you didn't already, this person couldn't just say like like Randy and Andrew or something. Like, don't make us go through this letter bullshit. Like, just give us a name. Isn't it weird? It's, it's also weird, like, just, they have no imagination. They're like, I can't make up a false name that starts with the same letter. It would just simply have to be the letter. Okay, Lisa, I'm gonna put you on the spot right here. Fake what? name that starts with the letter J. Jason. Whoa! Perfect! Wait, well, listen, I can give you five names of any letter that you give me. Okay. Q. Quinn. Quentin. Qu Queenie. Yep. <laughs> um, Quilladin. Yeah. And quote. Yep. You got it. That was perfect. Thank um... You. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. How, come on, put a little work into this. Even lie to me. Their name doesn't start with an A. I don't I don't Give care. Do a Quilladin. Yeah, do a Quilladin. Make a quote, you know? Just put something in there that we can relate to. Okay. I was talking to my neighbor R, who said had a, who said his son A, a 14-year-old male, was a hard worker, saving extra cash for college. So A and I came to an agreement. This feels like pretty little liars. Uh -huh. Every weekend he would mow my front and back lawn and I would pay him 40 bucks. In the winter, whenever it snowed, he would come by and plow my driveway. Oof. Sounds like a euphemism. This for, all of it does. <laughs> firm $40 a week, whether or not it snowed. He would just drive on over with his tractor and handle it. It worked well for four years. The kid was a godsend. I foster dogs. My God, this person. I okay, foster. Also, hey, can I tell you what I'm worried about? I'm worried that this woman did not pay the kid, but instead put the money into a college fund for him. Oh, that's messed up. But I can't see how else this is going to go. Because what? Where did? Why did you? Oh, unless this person's like dying and doesn't have any other family and wanted to leave them something in their will or something. Well, check it out. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to put this down. And if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. But let's say you had a boatload of cash, you know. And I do. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. So yeah. this is you. Um, yeah. And 
you know someone who is in a very different financial situation and they're trying to like save for How college How different or can it be though, Jake? Because they li- they're neighbors. Well, they're neighbors, but this is like, this is rural gentrification. It almost okay. never happens. But this person's coming from the big city. Uh, they're coming in with all their fostering dogs money. Yes, and, and their long driveways. And their long driveways. They own like multiple properties. They're and driveways. Even, and driveways. Uh, that's a great point. When you own multiple properties, you probably have more than one driveway. Yeah. Um, so they're coming in like they're financially super sound. They're okay, they're a right. regular rural Lisa Gilroy. And imagine that it's like a, a very small percentage of your already massive net worth. And you could really help someone by being like, yeah, I put aside 40 grand for them. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like the problem, I'm doing so much guessing, which I don't know why I'm doing this because it's really a paragraph of text that you're going to read. But I also am feeling like maybe this money was put away and then it's like discounted them from some sort of scholarship or something because it oh, came out too late. Oh, interesting. It could be. You could be right. Anyway, um, continue. I, look, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I, th- I My thought is like, it is the whole thought of this is just kind of weird because there was no one in my life who was like, just so you know, Jake, I've saved money for your college. Like there, this Jake, is... you mowed my back lawn so hard. I'm going to put <laughs> money away keep for you. Between us. Keep that between us. Um, yeah. Um, so then again, I didn't mow anyone's uh, backyard. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just saying, if you have the ability to be crazy generous, it would be cool if you did it. This kid was a godsend. I foster dogs when I go out of town unexpectedly. He would come and feed them and play with them and love them and have a grand old time. He would be compensated accordingly for the extra work. Uh, All in all, I probably paid him three to $4,000 a year for the work. I made good friends with his folks. I get invited to all their family parties. His older sister had a baby and I went to the shower. See, people go to baby showers. (laughs) So it's obvious I have a soft spot for this kid. Knowing that he was working so hard to try to afford to go to school, every time I paid him, I would also set aside the same amount and put it into an envelope. Oh, that's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. It's like, this... just give it to the kid if you care about him so much. Anyway. I know. This is getting a little weird. I was invited to a socially distant graduation party earlier this month. He graduated from high school, and he's going away to a state school about two hours from us next month. I took that envelope full of cash to the bank and I got a check, which totaled out to be a little more than $12,000. I included this check in the card I got him for graduation and I thanked him very much for helping me all these years and wished him well as he moved on with his life. He was extremely thankful because his mom had been laid off and they were worried about how they were going to pay for school and they were trying not to let him go into debt. There's a little bit more, but how are you feeling right now? I actually, this is like turning around for me. Cause I'm like, oh, this is, seems appropriate. I thought this person was going to put this in some sort of secret bank fund and make it like, oh, you can access it when you're this age. It's some sort of like manipulative, I own this money. Just like remember that I gave it to you kind of thing. But the writing of the check and the giving it away seems very like, that seems nice and normal. Yeah. The thing I'm thinking is, I guess maybe it seems weird that you wouldn't discuss this with the parents at all. Is that maybe I'm wondering if that's kind of where how this like the parents is like, hey, think did you about just this come though, here Jake. And give us imagine you have a lot of money. Now I know that's a bit harder for you. But okay. imagine Okay, like eight hundred dollars or more like, than that. Like more, because you have to give away twelve thousand, remember. So you have to have oh, a bit more. Oh okay. 
Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. This is tough. Yeah. So um, you imagine you have that money and you want to give it to this kid that's helped you. And it's like, you know, you see this as like a, a nephew to you. Quote. So if you, if you see, do you picture yourself going to the parents? Because now it becomes, that's where I could see why you wouldn't do that. Because that would make you maybe look like a bit of an asshole. Hey, you guys, just so you know, I, uh, I saved up 12000 that I'm going to give to Andy. So I just kind of wanted to let you guys know. Like, it seems like I'm just, you know, I just, whereas like you just write it in a check, put it in a card, slip it in the kid's backpack when he's on his way to college. That seems like the true humanitarian way to give to someone else without making it about you. That's the I, only reason why I could see them not telling the parents. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, we're, this is a tricky situation because if you don't tell the parents, they can be a little blindsided. And if you do tell the parents, yeah, I could come off very bizarre. Also, I mean, let's say the parents like at this graduation party or like they have like a little gift for him or whatever. You've uh, now... Yeah, they're like, we got you an iPod Nano. It's yeah. like the classic Michael Scott gift exchange. You're like coming in with your $12,000 as a fuck you to those parents. Yeah. Like imagine if um, this is going to be hard for you, but imagine yeah. if you had an even more wealthy friend, right? Oh, okay. And they came hmm. to, I mean. Uh, Wait, they have more money than me? I know. Lisa. Why? I'm, well, uh, they're, they're probably doing something bad for it. You know, like they're, they're like, it's like really it's oil money, but it's oh, not even like, okay. it's like so even worse than oil money. Okay. Got it. Yeah. This is like Narcos style. Well, stuff. like Gru from Despicable Me. They're basically, yeah, Gru. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, I can imagine that. Yeah. So this person's very Gru-like, and you have a party, and you give someone... I mean, what do you normally give out to a friend? At like well, a if my party? friend's Gru, I might give his minion a banana. Oh, okay. So let's say you give his minion a banana, and then he shows up with... I, I don't know if minions like this, but... $12,000. <laughs> yeah. He shows up with twelve grand. So it kind of overshadows your gift. Unless minions don't understand the concept of money and they just kind of bite things that they're handed. I haven't seen the films. <laughs> what? You have a you have a tiny daughter. How have you not seen You know um, me? And why have I seen it? I'm suddenly so worried for myself. She uh is currently not um participating in any screen time. Oh hell yeah. Wow. So this is like this is definitely not a forever Any thing. Any screen time? No. I'm really sh I'm I have to commend you because I feel like that's what every parent said at the start of quarantine and quarantine has just thrown all of those screen time rules out the window. She's never I mean like a few times like I've shown her a video of like a tiger or a sea turtle or something cuz she has like animals and I'm just like this is what it looks like we can't go see it so I've done that from time to time but she never has watched a movie She's never what? sat down and watched. No, we our pediatrician, and who knows if this is right, but said until they're two years old, don't let them like have a little iPad or do any of that stuff yeah. because they're making all these connections with things in the real world right now, and they need to touch things and figure things out. And if you sit them in front of a screen, it's really entertaining. They'll sit there, and they so. and then the real world won't be. You know what? That reminds me. I went to Disney a couple of years ago, and I saw. Remember? I just went to seen, Disney yesterday. <laughs> have you seen? Um, have you seen Wally? Yeah. You know how? Okay, so in the future, it's like everyone's all bloated and sitting in those chairs, and they have like those screens in front of their faces. Yeah. There was this little kid at Disney, and she didn't even look two years old. 
and she was in a stroller and it was the same screen set up as Wally. It was like, it was coming over her head and it was an iPad basically mounted in front of her face. And she was being wheeled through Disney watching some sort of movie on the iPad. I could not believe it. Yeah, I, you know. Disney, of all the places to look around and see things. I know, right? And I don't, I don't, I say that I don't like shaming other parents, but boy, it feels great. <laughs> um, it, it's a really bizarre thing once you have a kid and I, I'm people raise people in like a million different ways. I, I, I definitely well, people don't, don't raise a, people. What do you mean? Oh, so, I guess what, like, like societies do. I meant like people raise babies. Oh, okay. I guess I misheard you. I thought you said like adults raise adults. Okay. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so I'm sure there are a bunch of different ways to raise people and it all works well. Like, you know, an adult can raise an adult. Uh, so, but when I do see that, when I am somewhere and like a kid is glued to their like, you know, those little colorful Amazon tablets that yes, like every yes. kid has. When they're glued to it, I get it. Because kids are always trying to do something and you're, you've are you got to take care of things. Yes. But at the same time, seeing my daughter, how much she like goes around and figures these things out. Like she gets excited right now. She gets excited when she sees the letter Y because she, mm-hmm. she can distinguish it. And she's like, why, why, why? She's like pointing it out in all the books. And I don't think she would have the same level of excitement about finding the letter Y or pointing at a truck. If she yeah. could watch Wally, right? Well, I guess a lot of those things for kids are educational, at least. Yeah, I mean, they're probably all going to learn the code in some way. My, but, I mean, okay, so what do you do? Last question. I'm sorry, I'm really derailing this. But what no, do you no. do with your daughter when you're trying to do something? What's your go-to? Like, chuck this thing at her, and she'll be entertained. Is it like? Uh, um, usually we can't. So like. Oh, so there's no satiating her. There's no like. This is the book that I always love to look at. Well, it depends. Like, I can do small things, but I can't do an involved task. So I can't do something that takes all my focus. Like, I could never do this podcast if I didn't have someone else around to be with her. Yes, right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So we have a nanny that comes by and helps us. And then I have my wife. If my wife, especially with quarantine and stuff, if she's, like, got a bunch of work and stuff, like, we schedule our time to make sure that someone's always with her. So, no, we have no... uh, Put her in front of this and she does it. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's just, that's the parenting divide is screen time is nannies for people who can't afford a nanny. Yeah. And that much I totally get because our nanny is bleeding us dry. (laughs) She's right behind him right now. (laughs) She's crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I, I totally get how that's also not even easy. Now imagine we only have one kid. What if I had three kids? Give him a fucking iPod Nano. <laughs> Move on. iPod Nano's not going to keep him busy for long. <laughs> I know. It can only store like, what, 30 songs? <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay. Where were we? Uh, okay. He... Minions grew. Bananas, $12,000. Yeah. Telling the parents, not telling parents. Where did we leave off? What else? Oh, uh, so he was extremely thankful. They were trying to not get him to go into debt. Now, yes. here's the issue. Okay. I was worried that his parents would think of this as charity because his mom has been laid off. Yeah. Yes. This plan had been years in the making and I hadn't mentioned it to them because I didn't want them to count on it for whatever reason if I wasn't in the financial position to offer it when the time came. This is a classic uh, Scott's Tots. 
Yeah, right. From the office. You don't totally. want to promise a college. Uh, but also this this makes me realize this person maybe isn't as wealthy as we think they are, if they're being honest. Because I could right. also see them just like whipping up the $12,000 and giving it away. And then in hindsight being like, what are you talking about? I planned on doing this 10 years ago. It has oh. nothing to do with you getting laid off. This is like, I, I'm glad you're here so you can wealth shame this person right now. Because you're right. They might not be as rich as we think. Uh, yeah. They, maybe they were just saving the money and, you know, you start putting a little money away and all of a sudden, holy shit, there was 12 grand there. Yeah. Uh, this plan had been years in the making. I hadn't mentioned it because what if I wasn't in the financial position to offer it when the time came? R called me. Oh, boy. This is the, the neighbor. The, the, the parent. It doesn't say which one it is, but R called me extremely upset that I hadn't told them about the fund prior for two reasons. One, I was worried about this. It overshadowed their gift to him. Uh-huh. And two, they what, had spent... What, I don't know what the gift was. It was a, Lisa, it was a banana. Oh, okay. Yeah. And two, they had spent so long <laughs> worrying about how they were going to pay this. And they and if they had oh. known about what, we were going, what I was going to do... Boy, I'm butchering this. If they had known about what I was going to do, it would have saved them a lot of stress and problems. That is the end of this. Am I the asshole? Oh, interesting. Okay, well, I think first of the first thing that stands out to me is like, I mean, that's crazy. Like one time I got a like iPod speaker for Christmas and I had just bought one for myself because I didn't know I was going to get one. Imagine me getting mad at the gift giver. Like, why didn't you tell me you're going to get me this? Like, I literally just bought myself an iPod speaker. Why didn't you tell me you're going get, to get this? You can't get, you can't do that. Yeah. They, I, can't get mad at her. they can't get mad at her for saying like, why don't you tell us it's a gift? I agree. Although one time on the re- inverse of that or reverse of that or on the flip side, uh, my wife kind of hinted that she wanted like this bag for Christmas. I think this was like last year and I got it. And then she went shopping with her dumb friend and they yeah. were kind of like shopping for gifts together. And she was like, I want a bag. And then she bought it. And now I had to scramble and get her a gift last minute. Wait, did the your wife's friend buy it for her or your wife yeah. bought it for herself? My wife's friend bought it for her. Oh, yeah. But she told her and she ruined what I was doing. Is that flip side? Is that inverse? Is that reverse? Does it matter? No, I think it's not related at all. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, so I think you can't get mad at the gift giver. And then the other point was it overshadowed their gift, which I'm dying to know what the gift was. Yeah, I am too. But also I think here's the thing. It's like those parents I think are feeling defensive and insecure when really it's the gift is making everyone's life better in the long run. So, because if I put myself in this position and I was that kid, because mm-hmm. I did have, I did have kind of like a, a, a lady who was like a benefactor. And no, wait, I use that word wrong. Was this benefactor mean like I'm gonna give the money to them, or they're gonna give the money to me? I think a benefactor is like a wealthy benefactor is someone who gives money away, right, to like good causes. Okay, yeah. So this person was like an adult in my life who was like a who had a daughter my age and she was and I used to like do work for her and it was very similar to this situation and she did give me money and I think for my wedding she gave me like a big chunk of money whoa and um I told my parents and they were thrilled they were like that's so I wow I see guess what you know guess what Mary gave me like x amount of dollars and they're like that's incredible she is such a good lady you don't have to reach out to thank her like I feel like if you're in an okay headspace, that should be like a proper parental reaction. Because at the end of the day, do you want your son to have $12,000 or do you not? Yeah. I mean, 
look, I, I'm with you here. It's a generous gift and it's really, really nice. I guess it is like, I guess there's like some shame attached to it. Like, you know, money, yes. you know, yeah. it's tough because you want to be able to provide everything for your kid and life doesn't uh, always work out like that. Like you were saying before we started recording, it's all based on hard work, um, but it, you know, and not circumstance at all. Um, but life doesn't always work out like that for one reason or another. So I get as the parent feeling a little bad, but yeah. boy, you got to be happy that your kid's not going into debt. And once you take that aspect out of it, I think with a little time, they'll go. That was really, really nice of them. I just felt a little bad that we couldn't yes. have been the ones to do it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There was just some hurt feelings. Definitely. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think this person is the asshole because I also think if you tell the parents, there's a reason why she wrote a check and gave it to the kid is because you also worry, like if you go to the parents and you say like, Hey, you know, I have this $12,000. I'd love for you to give it to Andy. I refuse to call him a, and here, call here him it is. Quintillion or whatever. Quint <laughs> Quil Quilladillion. Quilladillion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have $12,000. I'd love for you to give to Quilladillion, but she doesn't know that the parents are necessarily going to give it to Quilladillion. They might spend it on their own things or pay off their own debts. You run that risk. And if you really want the money to get to who you want it to, you just got to give it to them. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I, I don't think this person was the asshole at all. And I think we knew right from the start of it <laughs> that this person wasn't the asshole. I think, I guess it's just a, there's a shame aspect to it. But besides that, no, this person is not being an asshole at all. Shame. Shame. I want to see, you were asking for some more information. I was curious if they posted anything else. Oftentimes they don't. I wonder if that person's friendship with that family is ruined. Now you that know, the kid's gone and he was their like wingman. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, maybe. for At least for a little while. Because you, I mean, you also kind of. 12 grand is so much money, I just realized. I know. I think in my head I was picturing $1,200. Yeah, twelve grand There's is like. There's another zero in there. That's a lot. That's a really. That's a lot. As you know, I'm not. I'm not versed with that amount of money, but I imagine that's like eight hundred dollars, <laughs> twice or three times even. Maybe not that high. I can't even imagine having eight hundred dollars three just, times. You think in increments of eight hundred dollars? <laughs> I try to think of the most money I've ever had, and then, like, what if I had double that, which is already crazy. Right. But you know we're a simple we're a simple folk. Uh, my daughter ain't got no screens, and you know a banana's a gift. Like that's the kind of life we have over here. How would you feel if someone did that with your daughter? Um, grateful. Uh, I guess I would be like you could have said this to me. Um, but. I mean, I'm going to write down right now that I'm going to, when your daughter graduates from high school, I'm going to do this as an inside joke. I'm going to deliver 12,000 bananas to your house. <laughs> <laughs> bananas aren't a dollar a piece, all right? And so then, it needs to be like 16,000 bananas. And then I'm not going to sign the note or anything and just trust that you'll know it's a hilarious joke and you'll call me right away and go, oh, God, I remember that podcast episode like it was yesterday. Uh, well, I assume this will probably be like, the podcast episode you know this will almost like uh be like sort of the rocket ship to fame i don't know yeah. what it is about it but it's just like something about the back and forth how relatable it is so you praising is like bootstrap hard work star is born moment yeah that's 
You know, like if you I... made the mistake of inviting me onto your stage, the world is going to fall in love with me, <laughs> and you're going to end up in your garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think. First off, that movie. Sorry, I said that. I take that back. No, uh, look, it's just reality. I don't reality. want you to end up in your garage. Um, that movie, it's a small garage. You couldn't kill yourself there if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Uh, that movie, I feel like it's two movies. One, it's a super fun, happy movie, and then it's a really sad second part of that movie, which did I, did it really need to end that way? I don't know. That feels like a little over the top. I liked it. I liked that it was two movies in one. Save me time. I don't have to watch a family-friendly comedy and then a devastating drama right after. I can have all of it. Yeah, but I never have to do that ever, 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 ever. I never have to watch those two movies. <laughs> Although okay. I watch I watch so much family-friendly. I feel like I just watch so much stuff that's light. Which is weird because your daughter's not watching. So you might as well get all the horrific stuff out of your system. Mm, that's true. That's a smart way to think about it. Maybe I could watch some more murder things. Although, do you find, because I've talked to some parents, that after they have a kid, they feel like they can't watch stuff like that anymore. Uh, I think my wife's a little more like that if it's anything like involving kids or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's probably more like that. For me, I always find that unless something's really good, I mainly want to watch something easy. Like I use TV as more of like a... Background noise? Mm, no, more of like a... Best just friend. Like, Yes! <laughs> More like someone to talk to, someone <laughs> yes. to, to hear someone me. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't like it like when I'm talking and they're on there like showing a bunch of vampires and werewolves fighting. I'm like, <laughs> can this just be people I'm on talking. a reality show trying to marry someone from another country, please? Um, Lisa, I think we pretty much solved it. Uh, neither of us think this person's the asshole. What, what, what kind of advice would you give them? Because I, I kind of think for the most part, they handled this about as well as you could. Yeah, and I think all you got to do now is just go to those parents and apologize. I'm so sorry. I, you know, because oh, I heard something amazing once uh, that is like all people want you to say when you mess up is that you're like a dumb stupid idiot who doesn't deserve to live because if you say that to someone they're like because they can't possibly be mad at you anymore so imagine i'm the lady who gave the twelve thousand dollars i go uh-huh. to the, you're the parent okay we're gonna do like role play this out for a second hi okay. l what do you want hey r um i just wanted to say that um i'm so sorry about that money that i gave to a that was so insensitive of me it made me come across like this giant hero and like the like i was doing some sort of charity thing it was completely selfish i was such an asshole i can't believe that i thought that that was an appropriate thing to do i really fucked up please forgive me now your instinct is to what my instinct is to go you're not not. such a bad no exactly but That's what if the, the person key to apologizing? Check this out. But what if the person went in that moment like, "Oh my God, you thought we were mad about that? We weren't mad about that. Well, we wait, were joking." Jake, you just heard from the. <laughs> we all have a really dry sense of humor. We were all kidding. We were like, "I can't believe you did this." Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misread that. I thought that you were upset. But now um... that you apologize in such a bizarre way, now I am mad. Now that you mentioned you came across like you were giving out charity, it actually does kind of seem like that. Do you think we're poor? <laughs> we're rich. We have a, a driveway just as long as your driveway. 
Um, okay, yeah. So you're right. That is worst case scenario. If they say we're, we were joking. <laughs> and it happens every day. Every day. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're right. That's, that is a great way to apologize to the point where you almost make the other person have to defend you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a super manipulative. But I've heard it's the best thing to do in, like, service industry. Like, if you're a waiter or something, if you tell a table, like, I'm so, I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm such an idiot. They'll go like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't that. It's just you brought the wrong salad. It's not a big deal. Whereas if you come out and you're like, oh, but you asked for this kind of salad. You know, if, you de- if you're defensive at all, there goes your tip. If you just say you're an idiot, they'll go like, oh, I feel bad for her. Give her a tip. Yeah, that's smart. I mean, and you're trying to get those tips. I don't know if you know this, but they make most of their income on tips. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the servers really do. Uh, like us also. Well, yeah. I mean, this podcast is completely fueled by tips. Oh, it's tips only. Okay. Yeah, it's tip. If people like it, I always say, if you see me in person, just hand me a Tip-y. crisp twenty dollar bill and oh, say thanks for the pod. Well, Lisa, I'm tr- I'm trying to, you know, I have a goal of how much yeah. money I want. So if you say hand me a crisp twenty, you might end up with a a five. I would reject it. <laughs> I would. Can you hear this like weed whacker outside my window? Is that bad? Uh, no, I can't hear that. Can you hear that my baby's upset that she's not getting enough applesauce? Yes. Do you need, do you need to go? Um, I probably should give her some applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa, this has just been uh, such a treat to have you on the show. Thank you so much for doing this. I want applesauce. Lisa. But you said you were going to give me applesauce for doing this podcast. You had applesauce earlier. You're not going to get two cups of applesauce. You're right. I'm a fat, stupid, ugly idiot. Oh, I don't deserve any more applesauce. Come on. You can have... Don't do that. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> uh, Lisa, where can people find you and all the great stuff you do? At Lisa Gilroy, and I won't say it again. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. That's the podcast, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.